Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for May 27th, 2020. It's the birthday of American author Dashiell Hammett, born in Maryland in 1894. The second of three children, Hammett dropped out of school at the age of 13 and worked a succession of low-paying jobs, including freight clerk, railroad laborer, and messenger boy, and in 1915 began working on and off as a detective for the Pinkerton Agency. In less than 10 years, he would be turning these experiences into some of the most popular detective stories of his time. And unlike the intellectualized mysteries of earlier detective novels, Hammett's less-than-glorious realism transformed the genre into a serious response to the urban culture of the times. Hammett spent his early 20s working as a detective in San Francisco before enlisting in the Army during World War I eventually becoming a sergeant in the Motor Ambulance Corps, where he contracted tuberculosis. Upon returning from the service, he realized that his ailing health made it impossible to continue as a detective. Quitting the agency, he tried his hand at writing. His first story was published in 1922 by the upscale society magazine The Smart Set. His new gritty style of detective story, however, was better suited to the pulp crime magazines of the time. And in 1923, one of the most popular, Black Mask, published his story, Arson Plus. In 1928, he wrote a full-length novel incorporating much of what he had seen at the Pinkerton Agency. Red Harvest was a psychological thriller narrated in a voice both penetrating and off-the-cuff. It was the raw, unadorned style of Red Harvest that would come to be known as Hard Boiled. Within a year, Hammett published his second book, The Dane Curse. By 1930, he had built a strong following and decided to branch out with a new character. For his next novel, Hammett created Sam Spade, a rough and solitary man who worked outside of the law. The independent detective made his first appearance in what was to become Hammett's most famous book, The Maltese Falcon of 1930. A story of greed and betrayal, The Maltese Falcon went into seven printings in its first year. In the 1941 movie version, Humphrey Bogart played a reluctant yet idealistic detective who epitomized the hard-boiled hero. He tackled society's corruption with an unyielding search for the truth and a lack of concern for what it took to find it. Hammett followed the Maltese Falcon a year later with The Glass Key, a story of political intrigue focused on the social relations of the rich and the corruption of power. The New York Times described it as combining the tradition of Sherlock Holmes with the style of Ernest Hemingway. And his newfound fame brought him into contact with a number of writers, including Ernest Hemingway himself. That same year, Hammett began a tempestuous affair with the playwright Lillian Hellman. Hellman was strong, witty, intelligent, and socially connected, and their affair introduced him to the thrilling new world of high society. However, to Hellman's dismay, Hammett continued his lifelong habits of excessive drinking and womanizing. Though their 30-year affair was often rocky, the two remained friends throughout Hammett's life. Hellman later claimed that Hammond once turned down an offer of $5,000 to do away with Frank Little while working in Montana. 
Little, a leading figure in the industrial workers of the world, was lynched in August of 1917. Hellman recalled, Through the years, he was to repeat that bribe offer to kill Frank Little so many times that I came to believe, knowing him now, that it was a kind of key to his life. He had given a man the right to think he would murder, and the fact that Frank Little was lynched with three other men in what was known as the Everett Massacre must have been, for Hammett, an abiding horror. I think I can date Hammett's belief that he was living in a corrupt society from Little's murder. In 1934, Hammett published The Thin Man, which portrayed an ex-detective reluctantly investigating a disappearance. At the center of the story was a couple living a liquor-soaked open marriage. Scandalous for the time, The Thin Man was repeatedly censored, but remained Hammett's greatest commercial success and his final novel. In July of 1951, Hammett was called to appear before the House Un-American Activities Committee. Hammett agreed to talk about his own involvement as president of the Civil Rights Congress, but was unwilling to give the names of his associates. He was found guilty of contempt of Congress and as well as being blacklisted was sent to prison for six months. Hammett's career was ruined, he became an alcoholic, worked in advertising, and never wrote seriously again. Dashiell Hammett died in New York City on the 10th of January of 1961. As a distinguished veteran of both World War I and World War II, Hammett was buried at Arlington National Cemetery. The fascism that Hammett and countless other American veterans fought against is now not at our doorstep, but in our house. Please, get on your feet and vote. Thanks for listening. Be kind. Do good work. And until next time.